0: What's up guys and welcome back to the Hardy Pinball Podcast. This is episode 5, the one about 30 days has September. Alright, if this horse hasn't been beat dead enough, let's talk a little bit further about the playfield issues on TMNT and the grain that's involved in that. After speaking with a couple of people that I know have the grainy playfield, just to see if they've heard anything new from their distributor or even from Stern, as of right now, still no word stern hasn't made any kind of announcement they haven't made any kind of promises or told us to hold on or be patient right now it's just dead silence on their end when it comes to if they are going to help those of us out there that have defective play fields now as i've stated in my previous episodes my tmnt pro is great there's nothing wrong with the play field I have a couple of issues with the mechanics strictly involving the ball lock mechanism. I've been having a little bit of issues with that just randomly every once in a while. I'm thinking that might be code related. So I cannot say that I know exactly what those of you are going through that get these play fields that are looking kind of crap. There are those of you out there waiting for your turtles right now that are crossing your fingers, praying, hoping, wishing, that your play field is going to be good. That you're not going to have the bad play field. And that sucks. No one should have to wish and hope that when they spend $6,000 plus on a machine that it's going to be good. I've seen this phrase thrown around plenty of times and it is called the playfield lottery. Because you don't know what you're going to get. You're just like, alright, here we go. I'm going to drop six k. What am I going to get? Closing one eye, squinting with the other to see it pull up out of the box. Are you going to get any pooling? Are you going to get any grainy play fields? What's going to happen? It's just a matter of luck. At least for right now it is. I'm willing to bet that Stern is well aware of the issues with the play field that people are complaining about. Chances are they've already resolved the issue, but they still have to get rid of the inventory of the bad ones. And it's going to be a mix mash of good and bad, at least until they finally chew down that inventory and get back to being 100% good again. They may not be saying anything right now because they know that even though the art doesn't look as good as others, at least you are still able to play and enjoy your game mechanically and physically. It may not be cosmetically up to standards, but at least you're still able to play the game. Right now, they are focused on trying to push as many pinball machines out those doors as they can. There are people that are waiting for their Turtles like October. I've seen people say they're not getting their Pro until October. Here in the States? Jesus, that is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. It's a good thing that they are having to basically struggle to keep up with demand. That is a good problem for a manufacturer to have. But chances are... You've already paid for it, you own it, so therefore they're going to move on to the customers that are still paying, that haven't paid yet. They want that money first. Once they get everyone, then they'll start backtracking and sending out probably a new play field or something's going to be done eventually down the road. I'm hoping so, but they're not going to take care of the ones that have already purchased their game until the sales start dwindling on tmnt that's what's going to happen more than likely once they're like all right sales are you know starting to dwindle down there's not that high a demand anymore we've got all these play fields uh let's start you know seeing what we can do how will this affect the turtles on the secondhand market when people advertise their game for sale tmnt pro good art tmnt pro bad art And I mean, that's going to affect the resale value. And I think that's what a lot of people are concerned about when they get this is like, how is this going to affect my investment? A lot of people at least would like to come as close as possible to what they paid for the machine. That is the end game goal. If it's not a game that they wish to keep forever, they would like to get as close as they possibly can to what they paid for. That's a given. What I can say to those of you out there that are affected by this playfield art issue, make sure that your distributor is aware of the issue and see if they can escalate it further. If Stern doesn't know there's a problem... They can't fix it or they won't fix it. Either one. Make it known. Chances are they're just hoping that everyone just, you know what, screw it. It's not worth the hassle. I'm just going to roll over and fucking take it. You would have thought that by now Stern would have told all the distributors to let their customers know if they have an issue with their play field to at least stand by, bear with it. They will be taken care of, but it won't be until x amount of date or days or weeks or whatever but acknowledge that there is a problem but them being quiet and us not hearing a thing so far is what gets me to think that you know what I'm pretty sure after a while the flames will die down and people will just accept what we give them I don't like seeing this I would love for Stern to help all of you out there out I don't like seeing that, hey, it's a roll of the dice on what you're going to get. Hopefully it's good kind of thing. I would love to be able to see Stern make this right, but they won't make it right unless we make it known. But one thing I can say, even though the people that are getting the bad art, they are still enjoying the game. There are no complaints about the game being slow or just not fun or the code being shallow or anything like that. I'd say the reaction to this game is overwhelmingly positive. So that's a good thing. There are those that I've talked to with their grainy play field saying they're still enjoying the game. It would be nice to have a pretty play field, but at least the game works and plays good. At least for the pro users, that is, because the ones that are having the premiums delivered to their houses just recently are discovering that mm, maybe getting the premium may not have been the best decision because it looks like as if there's plenty of issues with that diverter on the middle of the, the, you know, the Raphael diverter for the ramps that is having all kinds of issues with certain people, whether it be it just not working um, down to just, being useless in general. I was just listening to the uh, poor man's pinball podcast and part of their little review for their machine was, is that the diverter, the ramp diverter was kind of close to useless because you cannot divert the ball whenever you want. Evidently, there's only certain times when you're able to move that diverter. So that makes me go, what the fuck is the point of this diverter then other than to just be a gimmick, a True gimmick. I mean, there's ratings that people would give on machines that involve the word gimmick, but this is the true definition of a gimmick. Something that looks like it does something, but in actuality does fucking nothing. But hopefully it's just code. Obviously, we know that there are a few bugs here and there and some tweaks that Dwight is in the process of working on, and maybe that's just the issue and hopefully that gets taken care of down the road. But I'm kind of wondering if it's code because it hasn't been that prominent on the LEs. Why is it just the premiums all of a sudden? I was getting asked whenever I made the decision to buy the Pro. Like, why did I go with Pro and not with a premium or an LE? And my number one response to that is obviously, one, the cost. But two, going through all the perks that come with the premium slash LE. It didn't add up to me. I didn't see the diverter as being a make or break. I didn't like that the action button is what moved that diverter. I would like it to be a flipper button on the side, much more easy to access, but it didn't look like it was going to be that much, you know, interesting to divert the ball that way. I don't know. They were going for the good old days of like shadow. That diverter was probably one of the best diversion portions of a game. And you had two of them that were actually having a point to using it and you controlled it whenever you wanted to. There was a true purpose behind it. Whereas this one didn't really seem like it. The only thing that I really liked was that the fact the multi ball was released within the turtle van. I thought that was pretty cool. And I was like, man, it sucks. I won't have that, but I'm willing to let it go because everything else is not worth it. So why the hell would I spend the extra on A van that opens up a door. I was like, no, I'll be fine with the balls launching out like everything else, and I'll still get the same experience. Six ball, multi ball is plenty hectic. I don't need the extra two balls to make or break this game. Two extra balls doesn't mean a damn thing to me on this. I'm not dissing those of you out there that bought the Premier or LE. Props to you. If you enjoy your game and you have no problem spending that amount of money and you think it's worth it, good for you. I don't, though let's talk a little bit further about code as of right now I'm making content with mods for my TMNT and one of those is with the Penn Stadium Neos and I'm making this video trying to show people how to install that and what it does for the game and I've been going back and forth with Scott showing him my results on where I'm getting where things hook up and how things look and I was like dude overall this game looks great with this product on it but there needs to be tweaks to the code in order for the Penn stadiums to really really shine a little pun on words right there on accident but yes i've got a lot to talk about when it comes to what this product can do with this game i'm gonna go over all of that in a future video about the product and about the game but what i need to let be known and say is dwight contact scott talk to him whether it be messaging or over the phone i want you to to work together on the lighting coding for this game you've got something going very good Dwight. i'm really enjoying what you're doing with the colors of red and green it gives a really good atmosphere but you're gonna need help to really brighten up that game and make it even more spectacular with this mod And Scott's product can definitely show this game's even further potential, but you need to do something with the code to make it happen. So please reach out to him and get feedback and just see if there's something that you can do to really make this game even better than it already is. And let's talk about the whole reason why I even titled this podcast the way I did. And that is because... We've got some stuff coming in September, guys. Now, it's a matter of speculation on some of these things, and it's factual on others. I'll let you be the one to decide which of those is which. So, we have just recently announced that Deep Root officially should be revealing or slash launching their Raza game in September. Now, something else I can tell you is that this launch slash reveal from Deep Root is going to be something that no other manufacturer has done before. And I feel that it can either be really good or really bad. But it's going to be a reveal slash launch that has not been done before. There's also some rumors going around that we should be getting Jersey Jack's Guns and Roses in September. Hmm. Maybe? I mean, I've stated before that I would be surprised if we get shown Guns N' Roses before October. So chances are, they may reveal this game like the last week or two of September, just so I can say, wow, I'm surprised. But it's looking like we might, according to rumors, see Guns N' Roses in September. And then you have to think about how long Turtles has been out. When does Stern typically release their next Cornerstone title? And in between that, how long is the wait typically going to be? Because as of right now, Turtles is selling very well. When people are still waiting until October for their machine, that means that they are selling very well. And it's like if they are selling so well where they can't keep up with demand, they got two lines dedicated to TMNT, one line dedicated to back orders for every other machine that they've got that's still in the lineup. Why? Would they want to release another title when they can't even meet the demand that's currently going? So we have to question, will they be showing off their rumored Led Zeppelin game in September? I'm going to say towards the end of it. Or will it be in October? It's really difficult to say how many games they can squeeze out in one year because technically Stranger Things is a 2019 game. It came out like the last couple of weeks of December of last year. So it's not impossible to say that they could squeeze out two more games once again. But if they can't meet their current demand, and they're still making them plenty of money from all the demand that they got, then I don't see them trying to push to get another two games out. If they continue to sell Turtles so well, then all they technically need to do is just to keep selling those, keep filling those back orders, release one more game maybe this year. They can probably hold out till October, maybe even the beginning of November. And then we shouldn't see their next title until March of April next year. But once again, guys, either way, it looks like September should be a very entertaining month for pinball. It's just a matter of time. That's going to wrap up this episode, guys. By all means, do not forget to find my channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash Kerry Hardy. You can also find me on the Straight Down the Middle YouTube channel. I've got a new video that should be coming up here, I want to say, in the next week or so. We'll see how long it takes Zach to get it up and when he's doing that. I don't know yet, but for those of you out there that are interested, the video will show you how I go about making a cabinet exterior look brand new. Until next time, guys. Peace out.